Tonight Podcast, and I'm Kristen. And this is Holland. And welcome to episode two. Today we're going to be with our good friend, Maddie Greider. Why don't you say hey to everybody? Hey, guys. And would you just like to give us a little introduction to who you are, Maddie? I'm Maddie. Um, I'm a senior, and I'm super excited just to be on and share what the Lord's been teaching me about rest, um, as it's definitely very hard, but very beneficial in our faith life. Well said, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we're going to be talking, as Maddie said, just about rest and how we can cultivate that in our lives as Christians who are walking through life in school or wherever, whatever walk of life you're in right now. Just what does that look like and how can we be more intentional with that? So Maddie, what is one thing that you have been learning about rest in this season of your life? Well, rest definitely has been something that's hard for me that I feel like I've had to be very intentional about. Um Jesus has definitely shown me that it takes obedience to live a life of rest, and so all the times that I want to do everything, that I have to be filled up in order to do those things. So oftentimes I tend to pour out more than I'm filled with, and so I've learned that I have to work from rest rather than working for rest, and sometimes I have to step away from that to-do list to simply just like be in the Lord's presence um, and fill up on something that will genuinely fill my spirit and like I said, then I can pour that out to other people rather than pouring out of something of the world or um, when I'm being filled up by other people around me. And how do you cultivate rest without making it like a to-do list? Like, because Sabbath is important, but sometimes it can be like, oh, I have to take my Sabbath day mm-hmm. or oh, I have to go rest instead of <clears throat> I get to rest. I get to spend this time with the Lord. I get to take a, a deep breath and just kind of step back from reality. Yeah, um, I think it definitely for me comes down to what my idols are and prioritizing those because if Jesus is number one in my life, I'm like, okay, I want to know how to walk a mature spiritual life with him. Um, And that requires rest in order to be with other people. Um, But if I'm prioritizing other things like other people or oftentimes it's hard because I want to minister to as many people as I can, but I understand that if I'm not filling up with the words the Lord wants me to speak, then I'm not going to be able to do that effectively. So um, definitely just kind of recognizing how my priorities are placed um, and putting my faith first and everything else just falls into place. I love that. How would you say, like, how do you prioritize your life? What comes first for you and what is kind of like the breakdown of all of that? Um, I definitely say trying, I try not to live too much, like I was saying, of a faith life of like a checklist and routine, but sometimes it's good to have that. So a lot of times, um, just having like my daily devotional and my daily prayer time, um, that doesn't mean that it's at the same time every single day. But like I said, it takes a lot of obedience. Um, For example, the other day, I really just, I came home from school and I was like, God, I can't do this. Today was just not my day. Um, And I'm so grateful that he pushed me and I listened and I was obedient because I went and I just sat and was by myself and I wrote my prayer journal and I sat in prayer for almost two hours. And that's not something that I necessarily normally do. But that day, I needed to be filled up that much in order to pour out that much. So it definitely depends on the season and on the day. Um, But obedience is a big part of it as well. Yeah. Um, um, Can we talk about, like, the difference between just rest and intentional rest? Because Mm -hmm. for me, I've recently started to, like, incorporate a Sabbath into my life. But it's so difficult because I just (laughs) sit there and I'm like, Uh, I have all this homework I could be doing Mm -hmm. or I could be talking and ministering with people or I could just be hanging out and chilling. And so like, what would that difference be for you? Yeah. Um, That's a really good question, actually, because I think a lot of times whenever we want rest, we're like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and 
watch Netflix or I'm just going <laughs> to sit down and just, you know, be on FaceTime and whatever. Um, I think it's important to realize that like our rest can be different for all of us, but resting for, like for me, I've realized simply being in the presence of the Lord is like doing something creative or listening to music. And so that might not be necessarily someone else what fills them up, but um, simply being in his presence, I think is enough. So whether that's like prayer, but that doesn't mean it's just like your regular um, your regular prayer life or your regular mm-hmm. like journaling or your regular devotional time, like setting that aside, like you were saying intentionally and making it different, but making it almost more important than that. Yeah. I really like that. I think that, you know, like you said, it's super important to be able to set aside specific time for ourselves to be able to fill up. And I love what you said about um, learning how to work from rest and not working mm, yeah, to rest that's good. because if you have that mindset of like I'm gonna run myself dry and then I'm gonna rest as little as I can mm-hmm. so that I can go run myself dry again we're just gonna get in that cycle and it's yeah. that perpetual thing <clears throat> where we're constantly exhausted from everything that we're doing but if we are filling ourselves up beforehand and saying I'm going to take from this well of rest that I've incorporated into my life then we're gonna be so much more effective in those opportunities that we have to minister to people or to just be in life and be able to do it to a better standard I guess because we're not going to be so exhausted all the time right so Maddie in your life how do you break that cycle um it's definitely very hard because as high schoolers especially I think this is one of the busiest times of our lives where we're trying to um, pursue a lot of things that we're passionate about and for me I Um, in a leadership position where I lead Bible study, I go to Bible study, I go to church, I have school, I'm involved in activities, all those kind of things. Um, And it can be hard to break that cycle, but one of my favorite times, honestly, of the day is the nighttime where, like, I literally get to go go home and be by myself. And part of it, I think, is because it's almost like the world kind of, like, shuts off. You know, no one's really posting on social media, no one's really wanting to talk because everyone's getting ready to physically rest. Um, And so I think that's equally important as well, the physical aspect of it. But um, choosing it as a discipline is challenging, but like discipline and obedience go hand in hand in that. And so one's kind of like the result of the other one. So like I said, it is a lot of obedience of listening. And like my word for the year is yes. And I've just been wanting to say yes to everything that God wants me to do. But I've learned that saying yes means saying no to a lot of other things Mm -hmm. outside of that. Um, And so oftentimes, in a sense of rest, I do have to say no to things. And I might not have really a reason, you know, I might not have plans, but understanding that for me spiritually, resting is a lot better because I'm going to be able to, like you were saying, I'm going to be able to go longer and I'm going to be recharged. Um, It's kind of like how we talk about how, like, His mercies are new every single morning. Mm -hmm. Thinking about the fact of, like, am I waking up being filled every single morning and ready for what God wants to do that day? Um, or am I going to be drained because of my disobedience to rest and to Sabbath, like all I was saying? That's really good. <clears throat> that is really good. I love how you brought in, like, the physical aspect of it. Um, so I guess my question would be, like, what does that look like? What does the physical versus the spiritual sense of rest look like? Uh, for me, I think that, honestly, my, this might sound silly, but my physical rest, honestly, isn't usually as good if my spiritual rest is not up to par and not where I know it should be. Um, There's a lot of times that I feel like, you know, I'm in bed after a really long day. And kind of like what I was saying, like, deciphering the difference between types of rest, because I think sometimes I get in my bed and I'm like, oh, 
I really just want to watch a YouTube video and go to sleep, you know, and when I do that, I find that when I wake up the next morning, I do not feel as good, and I don't feel as fulfilled, whereas if I sit there, and I'm, like, in prayer, and I'm, like, okay, God, like, here was today, and here's me preparing for tomorrow, then I wake up feeling way more fulfilled, and then that's usually when I feel more motivated, like, before my feet even hit the floor to surrender and be, like, okay, God, like, I'm fulfilled, and I'm ready for the day, and then, you know, being recharged, like, throughout the day, I guess, if that makes sense. That's good. I mean, I feel like for me, it's kind of, sometimes I get in the sense of being overwhelmed by my lack of rest, and, like, Mm. if I don't get adequate sleep physically Mm -hmm. or adequate rest in the Lord, then I feel so overwhelmed of, like, how do I fix this problem? How do I become more disciplined and more obedient to that so that I can do all these other things that I want to do? So what does that look like for you? Like, is there any kind of feeling of being overwhelmed or is there anything like that in your life? Like I said, I think that um, I do live a very, very busy life and that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing necessarily because it's all things that I love to do. Um, But for me, recognizing that like time with the Lord is never wasted time and I've had Mm -hmm. to find um, times throughout my day, maybe that's um, in the car. Like sometimes I just turn off the music and I just pray and I'm like, okay, God, from one place to the next or whatever thing I'm doing, you know, sometimes again, it is based on the schedule of that day that I really have to be like, okay, I'm going to carve out the time, even though it doesn't look like I've made it. Um, I definitely think that the enemy uses busyness against us as one of his biggest weapons and tries to cram our schedules, (laughs) tries to cram our schedules so we don't have time to be with the Lord. Um, But like I said, understanding like simply living in his presence will fill you up and that can be a sense of rest in itself if you allow it to be. Right. And I love that just because... We, it's so often that, like, we don't even think about all of the time that we do have Mm -hmm. because we're constantly trying to fill it up with something, whether that's hanging out with friends or if that's hanging out with your family or just reading. Reading. (laughs) (laughs) Reading or, like, we just, I don't know, it's so easy to try to fill that time up um, with other things that aren't the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate the fact that you said carving that time out Mm -hmm. because it's not about finding the time. It's about making the time Mm -hmm. because you already have the time. You have 24 hours of the day, eight of those you're sleeping. Most times seven hours of that you're at school slash work for maybe five hours. And so finding that time is so crucial, whether that is in the car or whether that's on your way to go do something else, or if that's just hanging out, if that's your quiet time, if that's at night, right before bed, or maybe you wake up early uh, to spend time with the Lord. So trying to find that time, what do you think it looks like for you guys to find that time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, it really is all a choice. And so it kind of comes down to, I have to evaluate myself a lot of, okay, what do I really want here? Do I really want to live a daily spiritual life of surrender and of ministering Um, And if so, I need to take the steps to get there. And so I just had to evaluate my heart posture a lot towards that because it can, it's so much easier to fall into that trap of just, okay, yeah, I'm just going to sit here or I'm just going to sleep all the time or I'm just going to cram my schedule all the time because I think that's what's good (laughs) Um, until you hit the point that you're like, okay, this isn't, you know, and I think that's a lesson that I've almost had to learn of packing my schedule to realize like that I need rest and realize I need to learn that. So, I mean, I think it goes on both sides as well. Yeah, I really love that. Um, 
Bob Goff, he says you should quit something every day, mm-hmm. and yeah. his big thing <clears throat> That's good. Um, yeah. in all of his books is love. Yeah. And um, I'm reading his devotional right now. Um, it's called Live in Grace, Walk in Love, and basically it's talking about how if we want to love people, we have to be willing to put aside our schedules mm-hmm. and put aside like the inconvenience aspect of it and being willing to say like, I'm super busy right now, but I'm just going to come love you. And so I feel like if we have those set aside times for rest, then we're not going to be as overwhelmed when those opportunities to love people come around. But if we are filling up our schedules so full where we don't even have 30 seconds to Mm -hmm. look in someone else's direction, like how well are we representing Christ in that? And that's something that's really hit home with me. I'm not just putting this on myself. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not the only one being affected by this, but I'm not doing the Great Commission as mm-hmm. well as I should be yeah, because yeah. I'm not getting the rest that I That's need. Good. I really appreciate that you said that because I never really think about it like that in the fact of incorporating love into rest because so often like you can even think about the fruit of the Spirit and how we think of it as individuals of like there's love, joy, peace, patience, you know, and like all these things, but we don't incorporate them together and see how they cohesively go, Mm. uh, which is important because if we look in the Bible, it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit. It says the fruit. Mm -hmm. So the minute that we accept the Lord, we get the fruit, which Mm -hmm. means we have all of them. And we, it's just so easy to think that, oh shoot, like I suck at patience, you know, but I'm really good with long suffering. And wait, that's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It is. I like suck at patience, but then being able to love people really well. And so. But those can go hand in hand. Yeah, Yeah. but instead of thinking about it like I can only do this part of the fruit and I don't have this, think about it in the fact that we have all of it. And just like being able to cultivate and grow in those areas because even though you do have all of it, yes, like one might be easier for you than another one. But being able to lean on the Lord for that understanding and for that knowledge and wisdom and growing in that way. Yeah. I loved what you were saying earlier, too, about um, how we all have, you know, the same number of hours in the day. And I think that is really hard to get caught up in because we're like, okay, look how many things this person's doing with their day versus Mm -hmm. how many are doing with mine or whatever. Um, But I think that kind of goes hand in hand and it's very parallel to um, like our biblical knowledge and everything, too, because we all have access to the same, Ooh. the same source, <clears throat> yeah. the same Bible, the same God. Like, that's why I was saying, like, it really is a choice and we have to choose. Um, are we going to lean into that, like you were saying, mm-hmm. or are we going to pick and choose, you know, where we want to? And so I feel like that um, in itself, because, like, the word gives rest. Like, I know you guys talked about Matthew 11, like, God says that if we come to Jesus and we come to him, like, he will give us rest. And he talks about how, like, he's lowly and humble in heart. And so I think... Um, for us recognizing that like coming to him is the first step and that honestly takes obedience mm-hmm. to take that step of faith towards him um, whether that is physically or spiritually or whatever that looks like again recognizing like okay what is he calling me to here in order to rest through him I guess yeah I I honestly see it as I don't know why this word keeps coming into my head is set apart and that's mm-hmm. what this whole walk of faith is it's being set apart and I feel like rest isn't different from that. Mm -hmm. And every aspect is obviously we have to turn away from something to turn towards the Lord. And so I think it's really cool to see that and see how 
intentional rest is set apart in the same way that like our spiritual rest is set apart from that physical because physical is I mean it comes easy to everyone I hope (laughs) and the Mm -hmm. fact that like I'm tired I'm gonna go take a nap (laughs) like I'm gonna go to bed and so because literally to the point where every time the sun goes down we all automatically we go straight into okay it's time to get ready for bed our bodies are set like that exactly and so like that's our human nature but when it comes to that spiritual rest there's no like time clock of mm-hmm. oh shoot mm-hmm. I need to go rest. It's making that time. It's finding that time. It's genuinely setting that time apart and being like oh shoot I need to go rest. I need to go be with the Lord. I can't just constantly be going. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's like every time I think about um, someone in the faith that I respect, like a woman in the faith that I'm like oh my gosh like she's doing so much for God and I. I respect her and I want to be like her. Whenever I think about those people, I know that they spend personal time with God. Mm -hmm. Their whole life isn't revolved around going, 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 going because they wouldn't have those qualities that I admire so much Mm -hmm. of patience and of love Mm -hmm. and of joy Mm -hmm. and all those different things. And so it's, I know that they are spending that time with God and that they're finding time in their lives to rest because those things wouldn't be as evident. And so I'm like, if I want to be like them, if I want to use them as my example and like lead a life similar to theirs, parallel to theirs and following Jesus. And I know that I have to go spend time with the Lord by myself. Right. Definitely. I think too, um, it's important to recognize, like I was talking about prayer and how for me, like recently has been a really great way for just me to simply rest and simply be in his presence. Cause it is that conversation of just like, rather than ranting all the feelings out or whatever to people, like giving them to him and feeling that sense of surrender and peace and like genuine rest like Holly was saying um like the bible says when Jesus was teaching how to pray you know he says like go in your room and shut and lock the door Mm -hmm. and that has been so like that has just resonated with me so much because I'm like okay what am I doing behind the scenes that is shown outwardly if anything because if not you know then what is my relationship with God based on is it based on the other people in my life or is it solely based on him and I like Mm -hmm. this is where I'm meant to be with him to learn and then grow like out of what he's shown me I guess yeah I mean that's really good because we've talked about in the past like how this is a relationship yeah and that's genuinely what it is so if you can't just sit down and spend that time with the Lord then how are you supposed to sit down with someone else and Mm -hmm. share who he is if you don't even know yourself who he is. And then with that comes your own identity. Because as you get in the word, as you learn about him, you're learning about yourself as well because we're called to be like Christ. And so like biblically speaking, I think it's so important that we're called to be like Christ and we're called to mimic or mirror who he is. And so like he genuinely took time to rest. And it's crazy to think about that because, but there's like this whole gap of his life where he's resting before Mm -hmm. all the miracles. But we always jump to, we always think about, okay, there's the birth and it was great. Our savior's here. And then we think about like the miracles that he performs and then the crucifixion. But there's that gap where he's just chilling. He's just a carpenter. He's resting because Mm -hmm. he knows that he has to gain that alone time with the Lord. And I think it was like 16 or 30 years, something like that. But it was a big gap of time Mm -hmm. where he was just chilling with the Lord and the only reason he was able to perform those miracles, heal the blind man, um, and be with the people was because he was able to be with the Lord. Wow. 
Yeah. I just finished reading um, the Gospels, and something that stood out to me every single time was, like, Jesus would perform this miracle, and it said, like, he went away to the mountaintop and prayed. Mm, yeah. And so the fact, like you were saying, that we're supposed to reflect that, that even Jesus, like, the great I am, Son of God, like, went away to pray and to refill and everything. Why do we think that we can do it all on our own if Jesus couldn't even, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's good. So, Maddie, we've talked a lot about the importance of rest, but not really what it looks like in everyday life. So, what are some ways that you've found in your life to be most effective when you're trying to have that time of rest? I feel like uh, we talk a lot about this whole concept of quiet time and having our own alone time, but honestly, the power of that is so great, and I've realized, too, like, for me, putting my phone away and just, like I said, being away from everything of the world where it genuinely is just me and God in my room with the door shut, or whether that's, um, you know, if you're, like, a nature person, being outside, you and God. Like, no distractions definitely is one thing that helps me to rest, um, and it kind of takes, it kind of, like I was saying, takes obedience and takes um, listening in an open heart to know, like, what that is for you, and so, like I was saying, a distraction for me would be my phone getting away from everyone else, so it's just me and God, um, and for me too, like, getting in the Word definitely is one way that just instantly fills me up. Um, we hear a lot about how, like, His peace is the peace that surpasses all understanding, you know, and so it doesn't make sense to us why the second we open our Bible, everything's okay, but it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seriously does, yeah. So definitely that. I mean, just reflecting upon that and kind of meditating on His Word and His presence. Okay, so in essence, we talked about how rest sets us apart, um, not just in the physical, but in the spiritual as it allows us to fill up so that we can pour out on others. Um, so Maddie wanted to share this verse, um, Exodus 34, 21. Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day you shall rest. Even during the plowing season and harvest, you must rest. So Maddie, what does that verse mean to you? I think a really powerful word in that is the word must, the fact that you know we're commanded to rest. Um, and that should be something that we should do, but the world kind of chokes that out and distracts that. Um, and it says, like, even during plowing and harvesting times. And so, like, as you're seeing um, the Lord's will come to fruition in your life and how ministering to people, like, you're seeing Him move, like, even during those times, He's like, you must rest. You know, you might be so excited with everything that I'm doing and everything I'm showing you, but you must rest because eventually you will run yourself dry, basically. So um, just, again, as that reflection of how, like, how God created the earth, and on the seventh day he rested, and all these things just being um, a reflection of that as we're commanded to. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Maddie. Uh, This is Ignite Podcast for the youth by the youth. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.